When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good afternoon. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Southside Beat. My name is Chris Halleck, and Corey Christen will be joining me at some point today. Same thing as it was yesterday. Uh, Corey is hard at work on the South side. That is why <laughs> we are called the South side beat. And so, um, welcome everyone. I uh, hope everyone's having a, a good Thursday. Uh, it is uh, rainy here in North Texas. And so I hope the weather, uh, in Pittsburgh is much, much better. Um, it's, uh, I'm preparing for a lot of rain, which we need, but we don't get it during the summer. So it's, uh, actually Ryan Corey is not slacking whatsoever. <laughs> He's hard at work <laughs> in terms of his promptness on the show. Yes, he is slacking, but he is slacking for a good reason. So, um, but Corey will be joining us at some point, uh, maybe in about 10 or 15 minutes. And so, uh, you guys can help me out, sit into the co-host chair or t- take a seat in the co-host chair and. Let's uh, let's talk, but uh, I'll get uh, everything started here by kind of turning the page toward the Jaguars uh, because we, we have talked a lot about, <clears throat> excuse me, um, about the Steelers, obviously, in 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 regards to their performance against the Rams. Um, Corey, whenever he gets on here, it's already snowing. Monongahela, Mike, are you kidding? Man, that sucks. Um, yeah. Uh, Ryan says the best avail- ability is availability. Well, it's true, but uh, if uh, if Corey uh, figures out how to be in two places at once, oh, Northern Idaho. Okay, all right, I see how it is. If Corey figures out how to be in two places at once, then he's going to be a very rich man one day. But um, uh, Barbara, Barbara, I have a question. If Tomlin, if Mike Tomlin is five eight, and they say Sean McVay is five ten, what was he looking? What was he looking up to Tomlin? Uh, I don't think Tomlin's 5'8". I don't know if he's listed at 5'8". If he's 5'8", he's a really, really, really tall 5'8". Because I've stood next to Mike Tomlin. That dude does not seem 5'8 whatsoever at all. Um, <clears throat> uh, Teresa says, what do you make of these uh, D-Hop Steelers rumors? I'm not buying it. I'm not either. 
really, when it comes to any rumors that are happening nowadays, uh, especially as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline, uh, I would definitely just uh, not take a, not not put a lot of stock into into anything. Not unless you start hearing it from reputable sources. If you start hearing Adam Schefter or uh, Ian Rappaport uh, start talking about like legitimate like. DeAndre Hopkins or Patrick Sertan the second to the Steelers rumors, like the Steelers are in hot pursuit of the, of those guys. And you hear it from those type of reporters. I would not put a lot of stock into it. doesn't mean it won't happen, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't put a lot of stock into it. DeMond says Tomlin is tall as hell. Yeah. He, I, I, I don't know what he's also, I've never Googled Mike Tomlin's height, but I can, yeah, I was about to say, I, I don't says he's like six, three. I, I do not think, uh, I do not think he's, he's five, eight at all. Um, Barber says Tomlin is five, eight. He's a really tall five, eight. Then I'll tell you that right now, because he does not seem five. Now you got it. Now you got me. You got me. You got me. You got me. I'm going to Google it right now. Mike Tomlin height. Now it's not coming up. Oh, this biography mask says Mike Tomlin is five, eight. I don't know. Again, I don't buy it. I really don't. I don't know what he's what he's listed at, but I don't know. Either way, Matthew says Cam is back at practice. That is correct. Uh, the Steelers announced that today. Um, Hodge, I, I agree with you. The internet's wrong. Um, I, I'll go back to Tomlin's combine data later. <laughs> I can tell you, I've stood next to Mike Tomlin multiple, multiple, multiple times. That dude is not five eight. Um, yeah, he's not five eight. I'm, I am uh, about a breath short of six feet tall. He is not five eight. Um, but yes, Cam, uh, Cam is back at practice. Um, so that is uh, obviously great news for the Steelers since it happened today, and today being Thursday. Um, Unless he was, he's a full participant today and tomorrow. I do not put a lot of stock into him possibly playing on Sunday. Um, it'd be great to see, especially with what the Jaguars present, and that's kind of what I want to get to today. Is um, is what the Jaguars are are doing um, because the Jaguars are, are a good team. Um, yeah. This is hilarious. You guys are all debating about Mike Tomlin's about Mike Tomlin's height. This is really, really funny. Of all the things that I thought, I mean, now granted, we we will talk about anything you guys want to talk about on here. Um, hey, if it's on the internet, man, it's true. B, B Phil says uh, never fully trust the internet. Uh, man, if it's on the internet, it's true. It, it, I mean, especially if you get it from Wikipedia, it's got to be true. Um, Bob says, can, uh, Cam can surprise you. He sure can. Uh, he, he really can. Um, I, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the dude is just, he, he's, he's going to go down in Steelers lore for a reason. It's not just because of how good of a player he was. It's, it's, uh, um, uh, <laughs> sorry. You guys are just cracking me up in these comments right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's me that says is Mike Tomlin even have a height <laughs> oh man um yeah so I um 
when it comes to Cam, I mean, I, I, I definitely wouldn't put it put it past the possibility of of Cam playing Sunday. I'm just saying, like, they may want to take it a little easy with him. Uh, just you know, you, you've got the rest of the season to think about, and and trying to rush him back for a game in Week Eight, I just don't see. I don't see the point in that, especially if he's not 100% ready to go. You know, if you're like, okay, if we give him another week and he will definitely be 100% without any setbacks, I'd rather wait another week. You have time, right? The team is four and two. Uh, a loss to Jacksonville is not the end of the world. Uh, sure, you don't want to ha- uh, take a loss against a conference team, but it's not a divisional game. Um, yeah, so I, I would not. Uh, <clears throat> Um, Jay Hanna, uh, legend says that Mike Tomlin is eight feet tall. I agree with you. I've stood next to Mike Tomlin. He's definitely eight feet tall for sure. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. And, and really they do, the Steelers do need all the help they can get. They, they really do because the, the Jaguars are, are, are a formidable, formidable foe. That one and two start that they had, just forget about it. This team is really, really good. Like for real. Um, this team is phenomenal. Um, they're not perfect. Um, they, they definitely have their weaknesses. I have a piece of Reese's stuck in my throat. I don't know how that's even possible, but I ate a Reese's and all of a sudden I have something stuck in my throat. So I'm might be coughing a lot. So yeah, not great quality, Chris. It's true. It's not great quality at all. Oh man. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Jaguars, they're, they're, uh, they're a legitimate team, man. Uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, is a very, very accurate quarterback. Uh, he's he looks just as good as he did last year. He had one bad game against the, uh, against the Chiefs. Um, he's um, he's looking good for sure. Uh, Travis Etienne leads the NFL in touches. Um, he's a good runner. He's great as a pass catcher. Um, I'd rather swallow the Reese's man. I, I really would. Um, okay, I'm really glad somebody brought this up. Teresa says, do you think Trevor Lawrence is disrespecting the Steelers by his little yellow towels reference when asked if you know what the terrible towels, given how, how relatively young he is? Absolutely not. I saw the account and I have, I have stressed about this particular account. I don't want to name it because I don't want to be that guy, but this particular account, which is a blog account, even though it has the little yellow check mark, which means it's like a verified organization on Twitter. It's not a verified organization. It's a blog site. Put it in a, in a context so that if you don't watch the video of what of his full answer made it sound like it was a disrespectful thing. I have the whole quote on my next opponent preview, which I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, kind of show that to you now on the on DK Pittsburgh Sports. You can go right here. You can read this. Next opponent, opportunistic Jaguars present formidable challenge. All the way at the very end, I have the full quote from Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely not. He did not disrespect the Steelers, the, the fan base, or the terrible towel. Somebody asked him if he, um, I, I, they should, it's, but it's a verified blog site. That's fine. Blog means it's written by fans. It's not written by anybody who's a reporter, not anybody who spends any time on the South side who talks to anybody in the organization. It's a blog site. Trust it as far as you can throw it. Don't trust it at all. It's always going to be coming from a fan's perspective. If a butthurt fan is the one who heard that and said something about it, then that's probably why it sounds that way. Or it sounded like that. And that's, this is not like I'm trying to be like, 
no, it's just that kind of crap pisses me off. It just does. Um, it's it's because mob mentality is a real thing. You get one person upset about it, all of a sudden, ten fans are are upset about it. Then a hundred fans are upset about it. Then a thousand fans. Then a hundred thousand fans. It's just, it's just, it's it's what happens. <laughs> okay, I do agree enough with Tomlin's height, dude. This is hilarious. Like it's funny, but man, like of all the things that would like go throughout this this chat, um, yeah, no, uh, and um, okay, I'm glad that you got it from because I I did see it on Twitter earlier today of this particular blog site putting the video. Now, granted, they put the video of the whole answer, but they didn't put anything else other than the little yellow towels thing in the caption and vast majority of the time when people are on social media they're scrolling they're scrolling they see one little caption they're not going to take their time to watch the video and they're just going to uh, immediately quote tweet and be like oh man i'm so pissed well i'm sorry i'm sorry about that i'm sorry today's show sucks Corey will be here soon i promise um but um let's see uh, back to the jaguars yeah so this uh jaguars defense and i think this is going to be something Really, really important to watch this Sunday, for sure. Uh, the Jaguars' defense leads the league in takeaways. 16 takeaways, um, more than two takeaways a game. That is obviously something the Steelers have to watch out for. However, the Jaguars' uh, pass defense is uh, allowing the second most yards per game. So, uh, thank you, Teresa. I appreciate that. Um, but um, second most uh, passing yards per game. So what's the balancing act there? You want to attack where they're weakest. They are giving up a lot of yards per game. However, they're also taking the ball away a lot. Nine picks in seven games. That's quite a bit. Um, Rick just asked how they're getting their takeaways. Nine interceptions, seven fumble recoveries. Uh, so it's a pretty even balance. Um, so when receivers are catching the ball and trying to run after the catch, you better be putting two hands on that ball if you're in any kind of traffic whatsoever um, because they will punch the ball out. Um, nine picks in seven games. It means that they can intercept the ball too. Uh, they got a middle linebacker. I don't know how to don't know how to pronounce uh um don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, but uh, appreciate it, Jerry. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, but um, that linebacker again. I, I wish I knew how. To, I, I I'm I'm gonna try to take a stab at this because I I wrote I wrote it down uh, or I put it's obviously in my um. In my breakdown, Alukin, Alukun, I don't know. My wife would be able to do it. She's really good with these kind of pronunciations. Uh, anyway, he's got 81 combined tackles, which is second in the NFL with five passes defensed and, and a pick six. And that's from the linebacker position. That's not counting, you know, other secondary members who have contributed to the interceptions as well. So uh, this, um, this, this defense can take the ball away, but they're also giving up a lot of yards. So it's how can this Steelers passing game really try to find a way to move the ball down the field while also managing risk? I mean, you're going to have to take some risks if you're going to move the ball down the field. You can't just throw these, you know, short little curls or five yard outs or, every, you know, every single time. Have some more in breaking routes. If they're backing off on coverage, run the quick slants. It worked against the Rams a few times. Run those quick slants, quick slants if the corners are off. Um, you know, you have to be able to do that. If they're pressing up on you, then try to get some stuff over the top. You got to try to find a way to, 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 to test the secondary because they are giving up a lot of um, they are giving up a lot of yards. 
Um, Bob, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Says the show is uh, always solid. Today is no exception. Uh, don't make me step two steps out of line. Well, let's not. Uh, <laughs> let's not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to condone violence here. I appreciate you. 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 Uh, watch my back, but uh, I would definitely uh, uh, <laughs> not condone violence there. Justin coming in with a five dollar contribution. Thank you so much, Justin. Um, says reminders that users users can sign off whenever they want. We want volunteers, not hostages. Well, well done. Great, great Tomlinism right there. Great usage there. Uh, Justin says, Chris, what is your take on our utilization of Mount Washington? Sorry, Mount Washington for uh, uh, all you Yinzers. Um, well, I think you should take the uh, take the uh, incline up Mount Washington. You get a really good view. I'm just kidding. Uh, Darnell Washington, listen, you know, we, we know that he's... So the big thing that I think about a guy like Washington is he obviously is a a much more accomplished blocker at this point. And what I think the offense is trying to do, not saying that they're doing it greatly, but they are, I think, trying to play to their players' strengths. Notice how when Najee's on the field, they tend to run more often. When Jalen's on the field, they tend to throw more often. You know, Jalen is targeted almost more than any other running back whenever he's on the field in terms of, like, percentage of targets and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, so I think that they're trying to play to their players' strengths on the field. They don't do a great job of it, but I think they're doing a little bit better job of that this year than they were last year. It's just execution's been lacking, obviously. And, of course, play calling concepts, we've been through all that. Um, so with Washington right now, I think they want to see him evolve more as a route runner and as a pass catcher in practice before they start really trying to unleash it on game days. The the one thing that could end up happening for the Steelers in which Darnell Washington all of a sudden goes off is that defenses are kind of ignoring him right now. And so if defenses continue to ignore him, he doesn't have to be a great route runner. He doesn't have to be, you know, or, you know, have to gain so much separation because all it takes is beating one guy. And if it's beating their worst guy, then maybe all of a sudden one game because defenses have just been ignoring him. All of a sudden he gets three or four huge catches and now defenses have to start. So I don't know if it's just a slow build thing or what it is. I also know that coming into coming into the season, I did not expect Darnell Washington, even if he was on the field quite a bit to be getting a lot of targets. I just did not anticipate it at all. Really good, really great blocker. Um, I, I, you, he, he can be a really good two-way tight end down the line for sure. But there it was he's still very raw, especially as a route runner. And I uh if there's any if there's any kind of proof that you need when it comes to how important route running is, man, look at the differences. But and I understand it's receiver, so it's a little bit different. But look at the differences between like Deontay Johnson and Calvin Austin, who Calvin Austin, Calvin Austin is very, very shifty. He's a very, very good receiver in terms of, you know, being able to move and, and change directions really quickly. But there is an art to route running. Um, it doesn't just require speed and quickness. It requires how to manipulate a corner right, like right at the right time so that you can make your breaks at the right time. Um, it, it really, really is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mike John says, ignoring him. The kid is four inches shorter than Shaq. Toss the ball in the air in the end zone. Uh, again, you know, it, 
how is his body control in the air? I mean, he could have really good body control, you know, especially if, you know, having a, 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 you know, a history as a basketball player, but again, you know, these safeties, these linebackers, or in certain instances, these cornerbacks know how to make plays on the football. It doesn't matter how high it is. You know, they know how to reach the ball at the highest point. Um, so I, again, I, it isn't something that I think the Steelers, uh, are going to force, and nor do I think that they should force it. I really do think because, you know, I think if they would have forced Connor Hayward too early last year, it wouldn't have worked as well as it did, but allowing him to kind of develop and everything like that really helped. And that being said, look who's here. There isn't a dull day over here, man, I swear. Oh, man. Well, it's been it's been pretty active here, Corey. We've been talking about Mike Tomlin's height. Oh. Mike Tomlin's height. Yeah. More about Mike Tomlin's height, and uh, I was uh, tall. and I was t- and so. But it started by by the internet saying Mike Tomlin's five eight. I'm like, he is not. Five no, eight. no, he's taller than me. <laughs> I'm I'm five ten and some change. He's taller than me. He's at least six one. Yeah, at he's... least six one. Um, here speaking of coaches' patterns and and behaviors, uh, Pat Narduzzi said on record today he sleeps about five and a half hours a night. So. Ooh. Do what you will with that information. Are you hotspot, Corey, or low quality, Corey? Because you're frozen right now. We can hear you, but your face is frozen. I'm low quality, Corey. Let me try to adjust that in moment if we can. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how this works. We got 10 minutes left. Let's fly by the seat <laughs> of our pants today. Let's YOLO the situation. Hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I was even told I'm not doing a great job on the show today. Somebody, you know, very kindly said that in the comments. That's and so, rude. And so. <laughs> It's That's fine. rude. It's fine. It's okay, fine. let's go to uh, Cam Hayward. Yeah, Cam Hayward back today. Yeah, uh, well, that packaged. definitely that definitely came up. So Corey, fill us in on everything. There's there's a lot of stuff that happened on the south side with Matt Canada, Tara Ooh. Lawson, Cam Hayward. Take the floor. The floor is yours, man. I'll start at the start. Let's do this quickly. So, um, Matt Canada basically said exactly what you think he was going to say. We need to be better in the first three quarters and not just the fourth. That's what? what? I know. Surprising. Shocking. Ah! Groundbreaking information. Um, but I think a lot of... Inf- Where is he wearing a normal hat today or did, did he go bald? The normal hat. Normal hat. Okay. Standard attire today. Same with TA, Tara Lawson. Uh, you know, p- pants, the long sweatshirt, black hat. Uh, TA employs, I think, similar dress code to Mike Tomlin which Mike Tomlin, I think, has been on record saying basically that uh, he wears all black long sleeve pants and shorts or shorts, um, shirts, you know, just to get a feel for the heat, turn up the heat, if you will. So T.A. does the same thing. But T.A. said a lot of interesting stuff. And if you check my story out on DKPittsburghSports.com already, it's about the explosiveness of the Jags offense. This team has put up 29 points in their last four games. They're 4-0 in their last four. They're undefeated since the, the turn of October. And really, they've turned things up. And, you know, a lot of talk was about that. And there was some talk, of course, about Joey Porter Jr., which is in the feed right now at DKPittsburghSports.com. Uh, TLDR, Joey's going to play more. He's he's cutting the kid loose. I know. We can give a round of applause for that. He's cutting the kid loose. Woo! And, of course, that's going to move Pat P. around. Part of this may be because of Levi Wallace's injury. Uh, he was a DNP on Wednesday. We'll find out today what he did today. Um, so we'll see about that. And then, of course, after, after practice, uh, George Pickens. Uh, said a really interesting comment about the Jaguars' pass defense, and he called it a hope defense, H-O-P-E, defense. Uh, Just kind of talking about how they get pressure and they hope they get to the quarterback before he gets the ball out. 
Uh, so um, not really high on the Jags pass defense, but the big thing today, pun intended, I guess, is that Cam Hayward uh, returned to practice today in an official capacity and the Steelers opened the 21 day window for him to be reactivated off of injured reserve. Um, Cam basically said, uh, Hey, you know, we asked him, when are you coming back? He goes, that's above my pay grade as far as game is concerned. So I would not, <laughs> not going to give him... that to anybody. <laughs> no. So I would not expect him to play. Sunday against uh, the Jaguars, but that doesn't close the window for the following week against the Titans, or I believe it's the Packers, Packers. at home. Packers, yep. Yes. Yep. So that doesn't close the window for those. So Cam's back. He says he feels good. This is really, I think, a quicker return than we anticipated, at least to in, in football activity. Um, you know, he, he talked about running and doing all kinds of work and drills and whatnot. So um, positive news regarding Cam Hayward coming out today perhaps a little sooner than we anticipated. No, it's definitely, definitely great news. Uh, and, and no, I, I did, I don't, and I said this earlier before you got on, I don't anticipate cam cam playing Sunday. Um, no. It would be great, but if he's not ready to go, if he's not hundred uh, percent there's conditioning issues to also, you know, he, you got to get, get up to as close to game shape as you possibly can when you've been out for this long. Um, <clears throat> so, and I would not rush him back whatsoever. So I think it's, uh, it's good news there. Um, Matt Canada's epiphany, as somebody put it, uh, Kurt said earlier here, um, you know, glad that he had that epiphany, but yeah, they, 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 they gotta be better for four quarters for sure. Um, I mean, full transparency. I didn't spend any time over with Matt Canada because I wanted to get ooh. a feel for what Terrell Austin had to say. All I know. Right. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes oh, you just no. gotta zag when people zig, you know? Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I really do. Okay. You know, whole, whole season on the beat last year, man, I'm telling you. I was there with you. It, it, it get, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It gets it get especially when you're there by yourself and you're like, mm, I've got to kind of choose here. And in the first half of the season, I didn't really have much of a choice because after every single game going or going into the next week, I'm like, I'm gonna have to go to Matt Canada because yeah. there's gonna be something to answer for in the offense. As much as I want to go over and possibly ask Tara Lawson, like, how's the defense adjusting without TJ Watt? What are you guys doing to try to make up for the loss of TJ Watt? What you know, because that's a big thing too. But the offense was so bad, it was like, man. I got to go talk to Matt Canada again. I got to go hear what he has to say now. You know, it was kind of the same thing. You know, you can't be, we were talking about it. If Corey can figure out a way to be in two places at once. I need, to be be rich four, man one day. I need to be in four places at once, man, between Canada, TA, this show and the pit. I need to be in four places at <laughs> once. Um, but I digress on that. But look, I, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is you, Matt Canada wasn't going to say anything earth shattering today. No, no, no. Um, you know, again, the, the theme of the offense right now is um, it still isn't all together. It still isn't good per se. And it's a work in progress. yes, and yes, uh, that, and then of course, Kenny's magic is undeniable in the fourth quarter, but they got to do it in the first three. So yeah. I, I'm not really sure. This is just my mentality as a re reporter going into it. I'm just not sure what Canada would have said today. That would have added more, context to what Kenny Pickett has already said and what Mike Tomlin has already said and what, you know, Deontay Johnson has already said, which Deontay talked this morning as well. So like that was part of my rationale for going to TA and uh, you know, it was a good, it was a good conversation. Talk Joey Porter jr. Which I think is a big deal. Um, and, and the seeming willingness to cut the cord, so to speak on him. So yeah. um, good things, all good things, busy day on the South side today. Um, yeah. A quick reminder: I will not be here tomorrow. Uh, or so it's gonna be show. a really bad show tomorrow. It's gonna be show tomorrow. Yours and 
the asylum, the chat. This is a big day, big day for you guys tomorrow because I will be en route to South Bend, Indiana for Pitt Notre Dame. So, you uh, might be you might be cutting out a little early because you're starting to <laughs> starting to lose it a little bit. Fading fast, baby. <laughs> fading fast. James, cloning is illegal. All right. Is ever it? since ever since Dolly was cloned, man, it's illegal. Um, you ever watch the Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, Again. can't say I have. I'm dating myself on that one, big time. I mean, I could see older movies. No, I know that, but it was like it, it was like if you weren't like of a certain age when that movie came out, because it's not like one of those like it's not like Total Recall or Terminator or one of those classics that aren't Arnold Schwarzenegger's in. It's like <laughs> God, no. <laughs> like so, like yeah, it's just one of those movies that you happen to see, and there's actually like, um, oh, what's his name? What's uh. Why can I not think of his name? He's the f- f- funniest dude ever. Uh, um, dude from White Chicks. Terry Crews. Thank you, God. He's in it. <laughs> he's in it. Why can I not think of Terry Crews' name? Man. Oh, man. Um, he's in it. There's a couple of other people in there. Uh, the guy who plays... Um, I, I'm doing terrible with names right now. Uh, the guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, who's uh, the blue guy with the red thing in his head. There's a bunch of them. Chris, no, not no, Chris no. Evans. Why am I thinking Chris Evans? That's wrong. No, I don't no, know. I don't Guardians know. The, of the, the only one I care about is Batista. <laughs> well, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Not in the Guardians of the Galaxy, but he's in the Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He's in the first two. I know, I know. I just don't know. Nice in the second I'm, one. I'm oh, shoot. It. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> now I have Batista's theme stuck in my head. We are really losing it today. Yes, uh, Michael something. Yes, I know the actor's name was Michael something, but uh, yeah. Yondu, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Michael Goodness. Rooker. Yeah, I could have gotten that one for you. He, um, yeah, Wandu, just, Wandu dude, is also in there. So Terry Crews and Wandu in, in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie about cloning from the early 2000s. Go watch it. Here's Go. how far I am. Uh, <laughs> here's how far behind I am. Um I just watched the entire Harry Potter series for the first time recently. Chris is out. Chris is out. He's wiping it clean. He's out. He's out. I just watched the Harry Potter series through for the first time. I've obviously known of the movie. Chris is coming back. He's putting his headphones on. He's still disgusted in me. Don't know if he wants to hear this. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't even hear what you said after that. Uh, okay. okay. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I just haven't um, watched them. Like I just, I've never been a huge okay. movie guy. I've never they're, been a huge movie guy. They are See, not. Look, he adds with okay. me as well. He's just seen the series as well. It. I don't get. Listen, that. great series. I missed out. I missed out. I yeah. will fully. I will fully acknowledge that. Next thing you're going to tell me is that you didn't see. You haven't seen the Star Wars movies, or you haven't seen uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh no, Corey. <laughs> oh, I'm not no. a huge movie guy. I'm really not. You've I'm never really seen Star Wars. I've seen them. It's just been years. I haven't like rewatched them. I haven't rewatched them, dude. We're about to end this show now. Let's. I mean, we're at thirty Wars. minutes, so I mean, we could technically, and we're waiting on oh, an injury. I'm trying man. to stall also for an injury report. Oh, um, because that is significant this week in a lot of ways. Uh, obviously, Levi Wallace, a DNP. Hodge is right. Like everything, the books are or books are better. One hundred percent, they are. Uh, I learned that with the Lord of the Rings trilogy because I had never read the books until I um, 
so I was forced to watch the second movie in the movie theater. I didn't want to watch the movies at all. I had never read the books, never seen the movies. I just didn't want, I was like, that was like at the time it was very, you're either team star Wars or team Lord of the Rings. And I was team star Wars. So I didn't want to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And so I watched the second movie. I was like, actually, this is really good. And so then I went back and I watched the first one and then I read all three books. And now because I read all three books, I went back and read the Hobbit. The Hobbit is one of my favorite books of all time. I still to this day have not seen the Hobbit trilogy and i will not watch it because i've I seen matrix wa- and, hum- and hunger games hmj i just i haven't sat down to watch all eight movies of harry potter like as an adult cognizantly and uh i loved it it I, is I a lot of movies you are committing to quite time. a bit it's it a is, long you, time it's two and, are, and a half hours of movie yeah i mean that sports I mean, writer the eight <laughs> yeah the eight movies of harry potter is longer than the three movies of lord of the rings and that's saying something Randy asked a football question. Really? The Jaguars have an average 29 points in October. Um, 23, 25, 37, and 31. Those are their point totals in October. Uh, that averages to 29. So, yes, they have averaged 29 points in October. They've been very good lately. Um, now, they scored 31 last week against the uh, the Saints, not the Falcons, the Saints. One of them was a defensive score, but still, you know. Have I seen the longest yard? Absolutely. Come on. I'm it's about that, football. I'm not that uncultured. I'm not that uncultured. What's your favorite football movie? Remember the Titans. Okay. That's fair. Friday Night Lights. Phenomenal. Friday Night Lights is top three. Friday Night Lights for me. It's up there. Um, then, it is uh, great. See. Waterboy is, is uh, that, that's Waterboy my top three right there. That's my yeah, top Waterboy three. Waterboy for vlogs. Uh, Barber, birthday was good. It was a working day. Very much a working day uh, between Southside and pit stuff and just a lot. I did get a chance to go home, have a cold beer, you know, play a little video. Game. Uh, girlfriend flew in from Atlanta after a work trip yesterday. So, you know, spent a little time in the evening and uh, got ready, got ready to do it again today. So, uh, you know, I think the celebration is going to be put off until next week. Um, just timing reasons, really. Yeah. Monday and Tuesdays knows this mondays and tuesdays are much lighter over here compared to the wednesdays and thursdays over all right here. Corey, we're, we're running out of time and you're starting to cut out again so before the internet properly cuts you off or right at the right time you got and since you won't be here tomorrow you got to give your prediction for sunday now that's Ooh, your final thought yes, for the I will. yes i will um wow uh, jacksonville's playing so well right now aren't they I, and yeah. like the pass defense is suspect, like Pickens saying hope defense. It was a slight, but was also kind of true. Like the pass defense isn't that good. Like I think this is a good opportunity for the Steelers offense to catch a little a little wind here. I see a touchdown game. I just don't know in favor of who. I'll say the Steelers because I need to pad my record this year. Um, so I'll say the Steelers, uh, I think like a 28-24 ball game. Like I think it's a touchdown or less game. You can give me your official prediction later. Uh, that'll go in staff picks for tomorrow. That's true. Um, yeah. So, um, hey, um, my kids' high school team played at the same stadium as the Mud Dogs. Uh, the Mud Dogs are uh, is always my fantasy football team name because of the Water Boy. My fantasy football so. team name is the cut and paste component after Mike Tomlin's famous quote Very about good. the depth, the depth chart last year. I think Very that's good. the perfect. The perfect team name. Uh, Bettsburg, this will be a question for Chris tomorrow. How do we feel about the Steelers secondary? Um, you know uh, what? I will uh, I will make that my final my final um final thought. My final thought. Um this could be a, a situation in which the, the Steelers um can uh, have some splash because yes, the, the Jaguars have, have weapons for sure. Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk is still a very underrated receiver. I don't know how or why he is, but he's still very underrated. 
Uh, Zay Jones, if he plays, uh, you know, that's a pretty, that's a pretty formidable trio. Evan Ingram, uh, him and Trevor Lawrence have a good, have, have a good thing going. Um, but this secondary man or this Jaguars team, um, they're not lighting it up. I mean, they, they throw the ball like they're one of the lowest teams in the NFL when it comes to throw percentage. Um, they throw the ball more often than they run it, but not by that much. It's like 55, 45. Sure. And um, so they, they like to try to run the ball. Um, and according uh, Teresa says, hope JPJ starting according to what Corey said that Tara Lawson said they're, he's going to play more. Um, I he don't might know not if be that, in the field for snap one, yeah. but he might be on the field for more snaps than any than any other game. So, according that's to the, the plus, according to the depth chart that came out earlier this week, Joey Porter Jr. is not technically a starter. But when you have the defensive coordinator telling everybody, especially week after week after week, he's fielding questions of, is he starting? Is he starting? Now he says he's earned more playing time. That might be a way of saying, yeah, he's going to get more snaps than you know, somebody else that's maybe listed as a starter. So, um, but listen, this Jaguars team, they, uh, they're not completely great at protecting the football. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is technically according to like that, that chart that I showed you guys yesterday is technically a risk taker, not by much. Um, he, he does have some plays that are kind of, kind of turnover worthy. Um, they're not great on third down 34% on third down. That's that they're not great there. Uh, there are opportunities for the secondary to absolutely do something against this team. Um, it's just they have to, and I feel like with Joey Porter Jr. on the field more often, it's gonna it's gonna be better than than maybe it would have been if he's not. Randy, you're top tier. Those that listen in are top tier. You all rock. We appreciate you. Thank you so Thank much, you so much. For, for the Thank support you. on the South Side beat. We're having a great time doing this. Uh, yeah. I know there's some hurdles, of course, with my situations. Uh, floating around, but uh, we're, we're having fun. We're doing we're doing what I think is a good job with it, and we appreciate all of you. Uh, Chris, do you want to take us out in case my uh, my setup here decides to crash on me? <laughs> yeah, of course, Corey. Thanks for uh, showing up uh, for giving us all the great information from the south side. Uh, definitely need it. Um, uh, pour one out for Corey. He's going to be uh, traveling to South Bend, Indiana tomorrow for sure. Um, definitely got to. Uh, we're we're going to miss Corey, especially since he has to go to Notre Dame. It's a beautiful um, campus. Oh, I know it is. I know it is. I, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I, I have to talk crap because I don't like Notre Dame. Fair um, but yeah, you and, you, so, and a, you and a billion others, a lot of other people you either love them or you hate them, and I'm in the hate them crowd. Notre so. Dame's on the on the like Yankees, Lakers, maybe even Steelers. Cowboys. Level. You love them Cow- or hate them. There's no. In I think. I think. Okay, who's the most like loved slash hated team in the NFL? Cowboys. Okay, there you go. Like Steelers a, are up there. Second chance, without a second thought. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Cowboys. When we're talking about like teams that you love or hate, it's it's like Yankees. It's Cowboys. It's Notre Dame. Um, Lakers. Lakers yeah. I, I, the, the, yeah, it's all up. There. By the way, Mavs one and zero, winning over the Spurs last Mike night. Mike Cavaliers, Donovan Luka Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell with the game winner, one and zero, going to the chip, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> 81 games left to play, dude. <laughs> 82 and 0. 82 and 0 for my Cavaliers. All Thanks, right. everybody. Thanks. Going to close it out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, you guys will join me tomorrow. You're the co host tomorrow. So bring your questions, bring your comments. Let's not talk about Mike Tomlin's height tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> let's we we covered that plenty today. So let's let's talk about some other things. So, um, yeah.
Have a good one, everybody. Peace out.